Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today, I am following up with a part two from last week's episode. So if you're wondering, well, what the heck was part one, then go back and catch up with the part one. I'm calling it how it started and how it's going. And I'm doing a review. So over the course of the past year, almost year and a half now, we have covered many different topics pertaining to healthy habits. And I thought it would be fun to do a check-in on myself to see how's it going, trying to implement a lot of the habits that I've discussed here, um, both sharing some of my own philosophies and the, my own work that I do to create healthy habits and also learning from other experts in the health and wellness industry. And I've been here learning along right alongside with you on many of these habits as many of them have been new to me. So I thought it'd be fun to check in and talk a little bit about how it's going for me and sharing some of what I'm observing and learning as I try to implement these habits along with you. So I covered several episodes in part one and decided to break it up into a multiple part series. So here we go, part two picking up where we left off. And I wanted to talk a little bit about episode 23 with one of my all-time favorite people, Beth Roy from Be Styled. And Beth has actually been on the podcast several times. There were two episodes that we did sharing her philosophy on her tagline, hashtag just get dressed. And then we did a really, really amazing episode with a panel of people who, like myself, met Beth through this random Facebook group and became very good friends, but also really experienced massive transformations emotionally, believe it or not, from this fun little style group focusing on creating outfits uh, day to day. And it was it was just so wild, you know, over, I've been with Beth for maybe three years now, and it's just been really wild to hear the stories from the people that I've met in the group about how much we have been transformed by simply working on style. And so that was a really phenomenal episode. This, so this was um, episode 23. Well, gosh, there were earlier ones and I don't have the numbers written down, but Beth, I think was somewhere around episode 14, I believe for the first one. And then she did a part two and then 23, I believe was the panel. And so Beth came up with this philosophy. She's had, she's worn multiple hats and she's had multiple careers and she has really loved working with women, helping them make getting dressed easy 
in the morning. I think so many women can relate to this idea of having a closet full of clothes. Many of them don't fit or are outdated or they just don't work. And so you go to get dressed in the morning or you have this fun, fancy event coming up and you go to your closet and you realize nothing really works. I can't pull together an outfit and it's a frustrating experience. And if you, you know, you know, if you've ended up in your closet with a pile of clothes on the floor, feeling truly discouraged, it's a terrible, terrible feeling. And Beth works wonders helping people create a simple wardrobe and, and a very affordable wardrobe but also teaching you tricks that enable you to pull together outfits that flatter you. Any, any size, any shape, Beth will teach you how to make basic formulas work for your body. And she'll teach you so many tricks for what to look for in terms of fabrics, in terms of the, the cut or the silhouette of different pants, in terms of the cut of a shirt, the neckline. Even things like the detail on the arms can make a difference in terms of whether it flatters your body or not. So whether the arm, the sleeve flares, whether it's straight, whether it ends at your, what do you call that kind of in between your wrist and your elbow, um, mid arm, forearm, I guess, whether it goes all the way to whether it covers up your wrist or what she'll really teach you is push up your sleeves, push up your sleeves. It's always going to look better. And so I met Beth when I was at a really tough place. I had been dealing with some pre-menopause weight gain. My clothes weren't fitting and getting dressed was a really discouraging process. And I was doing Stitch Fix actually for a little bit. Um, and they were sending me some cute items, but the problem was they weren't sending me outfits. So I had all these random mismatched cute items that I liked, but I couldn't really wear them and pull them together in outfits. And a friend of mine introduced me to Beth and I started doing her program. She has these amazing style programs that you can sign up for each season and she gives you formulas. So she'll give you what she calls a capsule. And these are basic items that you want to have for the season. And you start off by shopping your closet, finding as much as you can that you already own. And then every season you fill in a few things either to keep it kind of updated, a little bit trendy, and to just make sure you have what you need to complete the outfits. And even during COVID, you know, so I started, it was the year before COVID. And then even through COVID, when we weren't leaving our house at all, I and the other women in this group got dressed every single day. And, you know, we avoided that trap that a lot of people fell into when we, when our work became uh, Zoom only. And people fell into that trap of just getting dressed from the waist up and wearing pajamas on the bottom or wearing yoga pants on the bottom. And, you know, what we all found by doing this program was that we felt so much better when the world was crashing down, when it was so hard and we were so down and discouraged and scared about so many things. It really did help us to feel better to know we were dressed head to toe. We were looking our best because when you feel that you look your best, you really do feel your best and then your actions change and you are more outgoing and you are more social and you are more productive and you are more focused and your energy is better and you are more patient. And so everything is better. So this little tagline, hashtag just get dressed has more power than you would ever, ever realize. And I am forever indebted to Beth for helping me turn things down. And you know what? One of the greatest things she told me when I first met her was that you have to shop for the size that you are right now. You have to shop for the body that you have right now. So I had to go up a size. I had to buy a lot of new clothes, one size up. And you know what I found in the end? It really didn't matter because she taught me how to create super cute outfits that really flattered my body. 
no one really knew that I was buying one size bigger and everything looked a whole lot better and felt more comfortable. And so what happened? I went on to take better care of myself and lose the weight and go back to my first size. Um, but she really, really makes a difference. And she is so fun. She is a wonderful person and she changes lives. You know, we, different people have different gifts and she definitely has the gift of chasing, changing people's lives, their emotions, their self-confidence through style. So I thank Beth for, for leading the way for me, for becoming a very dear friend and for coming on the podcast to sharing her wisdom with so many others. So that was episode 23. And then the next one I want to talk about is um, my friend, Jean Bradley. And this was episode, Jean was on for two episodes, episode 27 and 63. And Jean's passion is oils, um, essential oils. And this was something that I really didn't know a lot about. And I discovered Jean on Facebook. Um, she actually lives in my community. And I started following her posts on Facebook and joining her. I joined her online community. Because, you know, I'd heard so much about these essential oils and I thought, well, they're probably good for me, but I don't know anything about them. I don't know where to start. It's all really overwhelming. And so Jean broke it down for us in the first episode and taught us all about what essential oils are, how they can help with a variety of problems, health problems. I mean, it's just so surprising in addition to overall kind of general wellness and well-being. And she told a really powerful story about her own family member who was really struggling with some undiagnosed and unanswered medical problems or unexplained medical problems and how essential oils were a really big part of her healing journey. And that really inspired Jean to go educate herself and learn more and then go teach others um, all about essential oils. So I've been learning a lot and I have to say, I was kind of remiss in implementing what Jean had taught us, but when I had COVID in April, you know, I was really kind of desperate to feel better. I'm desperate for any little thing to perk me up and, and just make me feel better because it was, you know, a tough time. And so I did take out my essential oils and I found that putting them on my wrist really, um, really did help me feel better. And just the aroma really had an impact on my mood. And, you know, I know that's really just scratching the, the tip of the surface. It's sort of the tip of the iceberg, scratching the surface. It's the tip of the iceberg. I know there's so, there's so many more ways that essential oils can be beneficial. But the other thing I was intrigued about was the cleaning products that you can make with essential oils. So Jean was on, I think Jean was actually the very first podcast that I recorded and, um, I, you know, I, I check, I can see how many people download each episode and, you know, cause I'm curious, I want to know what are people really interested in? If there's a topic that a lot of people are interested in, then I want to talk more about it. So Jean's episode has consistently been the number one download downloaded episode. Last time I checked, it was almost 750 downloads, which I think is just amazing. And so I invited her to come back. Clearly people want to learn about this. And so she came back for episode 63. And we were talking about household products and how you can use essential oils as the foundation for household cleaning products. And the reason why that is so important is because so many of these cleaning products that are sold on the shelves are filled with chemicals and fragrances, and they are just simply no good for us. It is not good for our bodies to be absorbing all of these chemicals. We, we smell it, we inhale it, we absorb it in our body. And it's not great for the environment either. 
between the chemicals as well as the all the plastics that the cleaning products are sold in. And so I asked Gina, I always tell people when they come on the podcast and we talk about a new habit, I need them to break it down and make it really, really easy. Because I know for me, if I'm adding anything new, I'm very easily going to get overwhelmed if there are multiple steps and it's too complicated. And if that's the case for me, then chances are it's the case for other people. And so I always want everything to be broken down really simple. So I said, Jean, what, you know, make it easy. If we want to start really paying attention to that cleaning products that we use in our house, where do we begin? And so she educated us on some of the basic ingredients that we want to look for and that we want to avoid to try to prevent bringing these harmful chemicals and toxins in our house. And how this one product, this thieves oil, which is a combination of multiple essential oils, is such a powerhouse and can be used to clean multiple surfaces and can replace a lot of the cleaners that we buy. And so I had to take it a step further. And I said, after the episode and after the interview, I said, okay, Jean, I'm convinced this is a step I know that I should take. And it's something that I'm really ready to take on, but I know myself and I'm not going to go home and mix up all these different um, kind of versions of the cleaners. And so I actually asked her to do it for me. And I said, can I pay you? And can you make these products for me? Make me a little bundle and it will make it easier for me to use them. And so she did. And so she made a combination of a soft scrub and a bottle, a reusable glass bottle of this thieves oil spray that you can use um, as a disinfectant, just like you would use a Clorox wipe or a 409 or whatever else you use to clean your surfaces. And so she has helped me get on my way to start replacing them. I'm going to be honest. So I probably, if I had to rate or grade myself, I don't know. I'm like maybe, a, I was going to say C plus, maybe a B minus. So I have gotten rid of some of them and I now have better options. And I guess I'm gradually shifting over. So there are times I still do reach for my wipes, but there are other times when I'm reaching for that thieves oil and I'm spraying. And um, so I call that harm reduction. So I'm reducing the number and the uh, quantity uh, and the frequency with it that uh, I am exposing myself, my family in the house to toxins. So we're making progress in that area. And I would love to hear from you if you have been implementing any of these recommendations that I'd love to hear from you, um, how it's been going. Okay. So that is Jean Bradley episodes 27 and 63, and that is incorporating essential oils. And then the next one I wanted to talk about today was episode 33. This was with another friend of mine that I met through Beth and B-Style. This was Deborah Cohen, and she is an educator. She's also worn many hats in her career. But when um, I met her, we became friends, and I found out that she worked in a gifted classroom. And I was really curious to bring her on. I've been reading up on giftedness, and I know there are many people out there who have as well. And it, what I'm finding is that it's a really misunderstood term and label. And a lot of people think, oh, that's great giftedness. That must mean your kid is really smart. And while that may be a component of it, it's really a very broad pattern of characteristics and personality traits that if you don't understand, it really sets the stage to kind of butt heads and deal with a lot of conflict. And the more you understand giftedness, and the more you understand your kid and can really work with them rather than work against them. So I had Deborah come on and share a lot of insights about how to understand giftedness and share some education on that. And one of the really interesting habits or recommendations she had 
was to really foster creativity in your kid and how that can really be a source, not, I mean, it sounds kind of trite to say a source of joy, but it can really be a great outlet when other aspects of their learning and even just dealing with life can be frustrating. Creativity and tapping into creativity can really offset that with a lot of positivity. And I have found that to be really true. You probably, if you follow me on Facebook, you know that I have a kid who loves creative outlets and, um, you know, has started a business selling multiple forms of his art. He likes to do resin art and he does these pours, these acrylic pours and phone cases. And it's just been so wild to participate in this with him. And I happen to share a love for creativity as well and all sorts of art projects. So from a mother-son standpoint, it's been a really wonderful way for us to connect and spend time together and kind of strategize on our business and what projects we're going to work on. And you know, we both love to go on social media and Instagram, and I'm not on TikTok, but he's on TikTok and finding all sorts of new techniques and seeing what other people are up to. And so I really see that what Deborah was sharing with us was really true. I see his eyes light up when we not just talk about these ideas. And then also as I watch him work his magic, and it's, it's the most fascinating thing to see this kind of idea that he has in his head dump out of his brain through his fingertips and um, into his creations. And I've really seen it bring him a lot of joy, a lot of calm, and it's been a wonderful outlet. So I really am so appreciative for Deborah to educate me and my listeners on giftedness and how we can understand gifted kids a little bit better and, and help them tap into creativity. So those are three, I would say these are pretty big habits that I've been working on. So getting dressed um, very strategically and learning to feel better about yourself, increase your confidence through style and incorporating essential oils for better health and for better household health and minimizing toxins in the household. And then nurturing creativity in your kids and, um, and helping them offset other difficult forces in their life. So I would love to hear if you listen to these episodes or if you miss them and you're going to go back, it's episodes 23, 27, 63, and 33. And I would love to hear your thoughts. If you've been working on these habits, please let me know how it's going. And as always, if there's anything you'd like to learn more about, send me a message. I always want to tailor my episodes and the content based on what people are interested in learning about. So stay tuned. I will do a part three where I will, um, actually, I think it's going to be a part three and a part four where I will cover other habits that I've been working on. And thank you for joining me for this part two, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.